live from a seedy hotel somewhere in South Salt Lake. Whoa. It's the Geek Show. <laughs> Is it just because my background's different? It's Is that it? I, I, have, I have stories of these South Salt Lake hotels you speak of, Tony, so don't get me started. Hey, well, hey, I just, they find uh, bodies under mattresses. Yeah. Well, we'll start the show, but I want everyone to know that just because I'm using notes doesn't mean that I'm incompetent, okay? I just want... <laughs> <laughs> or incontinent. Or incontinent on this episode of Geek Show. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's. Uh, what oh. you got to do, Carrie, is you got to start to walk away, and then one of us will ask you a question, and then you'll go, and then you're gonna be like, "Well, folks," and then you got to walk back to the podium. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that it? All right. I like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> Giving me stage direction, Rebecca Frost. Everyone, thank you. Um, stay tuned because I have a very fun Madam Web report. <laughs> I'll just let it die. Oh, the train wreck that just keeps no. giving. I, We're gonna... I, look, I looked at it yesterday, and it was just kind of twitching pathetically. I mean, I think we just need it's to gone, let it die. It's gone. It, it, here's the thing: is it's so bad, it's good that it should circle How bad back is it? Oh, around wait. to okay. like cult status. Well, we're gonna we're gonna oh. talk about that coming up to the All point right. now where there are stalwart defenders who are screaming that it's the best MCU movie ever, which gets so many. Well, actually, it's not in the MCU. I mean, I mean, yeah. it might be. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Let's start there. Uh, he's not in the MCU. He's Optimus Crunk. No, he's Lee George Cade, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, make sure to tip your weight staff and try the veal. All right. Thank you very much. I've never recommended. It's odd. Quad T, Too Tall Tony is here. Hi, Tony. Hi. Hello. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. A pleasure as always. Move on to the next person. Okay, Rob is here. Hello. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> don't look. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look I, at me. I, I love. I love getting messages from you midweek, Rob, because there's a fifty-fifty chance I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're. You're. I've always. I've always thought of myself as an incredibly talented and intelligent person, and then I met you. <laughs> and you're like, I confirmed I am one. He's yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all right. And our, our host, host, he's back from the seas. Mr. Carrie Jackson. I have <laughs> I have many stories to tell about crew thing. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell them in the after party coming up. So there's but, your But but huh? Carrie, there's huh? just one question everybody wants answered. Yes. Did you get your Admiralty recertification? Well, yes, of okay. course. That's that's okay. what you have do you guys, on the on the high seas. Have you guys seas. been looking at pictures of the Star Trek cruise that's happening right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what? It's McFadden's oh, wearing yeah. the same uh, the same uh, yoga outfit that she wore mm -hmm. in that one episode. The the Star Trek cruise sounds both awesome and like my worst nightmare. Yes, <laughs> so like something you want to run and give money to. It would yeah. be both, Rebecca. Yeah. Trust me, it would <laughs> yeah. be both. And I'm it, hoping to get a, a actual on on the site. A report from it. I have a friend who's actually on the cruise this year. Oh, really? Oh, cool. yeah. What do you, suite did they get? I was looking at uh, the different suites know. and different suite prices. Well, again, I, I we'll talk about this in the after party because there are many things you need to know about cruise thing uh, coming up. <laughs> I'm just saying it you, the way Ga I'm just saying it the way Gavin McLeod says it. Anyway, are you going to do the thing where you retire on a cruise ship because it's cheaper than retiring? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> was it, not. Was it your oh. first cruise, Carrie? No, no my right? second. But okay. It, again, that's all all in the after party. All right. Teaser, all teaser. I, yeah. I am. Uh, I'm. Teaser. I'm retiring on the Fury Road. 
<laughs> That's true. I'm it's retiring over. on the country road. Take Somewhere me home. out in the West Desert. <laughs> yeah. In the West Desert. Oh, All right. No. Our, our lead went story. to Burning Man. Our lead story, the most important story of the week. Rebecca Frost will agree with me. Lee George Cade will agree with me. Rob will agree with me. I don't know how Quad T feels about this, but we'll see. What you got? The most important story of the week. Uh, Captain Kirk has one. No, no, no. No, this was the first one in the... Uh, no, I swapped I agree. order. I swapped order. It says lead there, there story. Oh. Well, yeah. then you should... I less agree. <laughs> Didn't it say lead story? Or yeah, but I always go and I thought you had a preview story and then you were going to get into the lead story. No, this oh. is the lead story. It's oh. all semantics. The, I mean, I know we've got trailers and things, but this is the most important thing in the okay. world that's happening right now. <laughs> Captain Kirk has one. Janeway has one. Star Trek fans are going to insist on slowly but surely getting every major character a landmark in their hometown to be. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Frakes, Will Riker, is on his way. Well, hopefully. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the city, <laughs> the beloved Alaskan Trekkies, uh, are putting this together. A guy named Cameron Harrison, Patrick Campaign, and Jesse Desmond are hoping to take, uh, and, and make this a physical thing, a proposed bronze statue of Riker mounting a bench. Yeah, dude, I'm going to sit only Riker right can. here. <laughs> I'm going to try to sit right here. Right there. In the crotchular right. area. Yeah. Uh, I hope they leave space. <laughs> this is this is in uh, Val is it Valdez Alaska Valdez, Valdez Alaska. Um, I'm quite hopeful that the project will cross the finish line. He said to the uh, uh, newspaper, which is already has the blessing of Star Trek owners Paramount. They're saying, "Hey, go ahead and do it. Raise the money. Make it happen." We won't give you any. How go ahead and raise it? that money. Exactly. How hard is it you know, Frakes is like. Right, you know, Frakes is like quietly. Here's some money. Oh, See yeah. what you can yeah. do. Paramount, <laughs> they, Paramount says that they are working with Frakes to acquire the use of his likeness should the officials grant permission for the statue and the bench. Nice. <laughs> Did they talk about the Riker Cultural Center where there's like the section on learning how to wash an Irish woman? Um, <laughs> yes. You start the, from the toes up. How to talk a to your twin. Jesus got a commercial during the Super Bowl all about that. Right. The, yes. like the, and then there's like the trombone. You can go up and, and touch the trombone that Riker touched. And it gives and, you luck. Yeah. And yeah. fertility. I yeah. pointed out to my husband literally this week about how if you watch Star Trek, Riker's always leaning on something. Yes. And he was like, I guess I never noticed. And I'm like, yeah, my man has an injury. So he's always leaning. And that's why he sits weird. And he just like never never ever noticed that this was just Riker's natural stance. Has he noticed that Riker walks leading with his forehead? Like he's going to headbutt something? Well, who like, does? Well, you're fun, right. Like, and the fun thing about their new uniforms in season three that we'll talk about on the Space Show show is right now Jonathan Frakes can actually stand up a little bit more. So was it back he's not, issues? He's not confined to the unitard uniform and now they have two-piece <laughs> uniforms. I, I love Brett said that a Riker trombone is not a legal act in the state of Utah. A Riker trombone. <laughs> Give him the old Riker trombone. <laughs> you show him. It's so much better than the double fist of Kirk. And <laughs> Eggfu Egg also remembers, as I did, uh, Valdez, famous for the oil spill. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. See, what I, I would said, do is I would do a statue of Riker, like, straddling the oil spill. 
Ooh. See, as I only want, he could. I would do Riker mid Riker maneuver. So he's got just like on one the chair. leg. Oh, no, on a, but no, like not it, like approaching a chair from behind and like yeah. mid, one mid leg position up. to yeah. like sit in it. Yeah. That's what it needs to be. There needs to be I, a group of chairs, not a bench, <laughs> a group of chairs, and he's coming over one of the chairs on the back. I would do it. How you raise the money for this is you set it up at the Valdez, Alaska IKEA store, mm. and the IKEA can just put different benches and chairs and couches under his foot, and that way they pay for it. But you can see different cheap, soon to fall apart IKEA furniture. You think there's an IKEA in Valdez, Alaska? I mean, a boy can hope. <laughs> <laughs> the way I see it is, if if we have one, there must be, right? I don't know. How big is Surely. Valdez, Alaska? I, I think okay, it's I'm at least it. 10 big enough to get a statue, Valdez, apparently. Alaska, yeah, how big is it? I think the answer is small enough to get a Star Trek statue, not big enough. <laughs> I don't know. Bloomington's pretty big, and they've got the Janeway statue there. I mean, if if Fair. this if this episode of uh, what's the Jodie Foster show that I'm watching, I just True Detective. About, True Detective. If if I'm if I'm led to believe that, I have notes. Okay, if I'm led to believe that, Alaska is much of nothing. It's it just uh, there are no Ikeas in Alaska <laughs> at all. Damn it. So you got to drive to Canada? You uh, got to you got to be yeah. one of those big scary ice road truckers. I guess so. Mm. Population of Valdez is not even 4,000 people. See, oh. I told you. It it is smaller than Crappity Corners, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh our, uh, Andrew says, I want a statue of Bob coming over the couch in Twin Peaks. The, the key mm -hmm. grip. Yes. <laughs> also, happy happy Twin Peaks Day. It oh, is Twin boy. Peaks Day. Mm -hmm. Oh, we were February talking about 24th. that earlier. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I've got a damn fine cup of coffee. Indeed. <laughs> She's dead. That, sh that show, that show. Oh, my God. I just want to, like, yeah. tr I want to trim 30% of it out. I was going to say, I tried to watch it a couple of years ago, and I just... I, I, don't, I, I don't need Bobby... I don't need Bobby riding his motorcycle. Not Bobby. Uh, who, was, who was the stupid James Dean wannabe kid? Oh, uh, Austin they a, Butler? They had a whole byline <laughs> of him, Got him riding his motorcycle around the countryside, getting seduced by idiots. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, we like, just, just cut that. that. I got like three, uh, three episodes in, and I was just like, I can't. This yeah, is... Twin, Twin Peaks is one of those shows that I'm like, I know I'll go crazy over it. So I just haven't <laughs> started it. Yeah. Listen, I've got it on VHS if you want to watch it, all right? Then I got to track down a VHS I say, player, Carrie. a VHS player, Rebecca? <laughs> I have I a PS5 you. that plays DVDs, and that yeah. is it. I hear the PS6 has a, VH, has a VHS player. It does. So. Oh, good. It's That's an extra add-on, but you can yeah. get it, yeah. It's, a, it's an adapter. It's kind yeah. of a thing. You play. Anyway. Yep. 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 All right. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping, and then we'll get into the rest of the news. Uh, of course, uh, Lee George Cade, uh, go to our social uh, medias because uh, Lee still needs your help. He's still delicate. He's still... <laughs> fragile, they said. Fra fragile. fragile. He's, fra he's fragile. It's Italian. Uh, had, a yeah. little, uh, had a little issue this week, but uh, luckily it, it turned out to be uh, uh, nothing. But uh, still, that you know visit to the doctor was expensive. And uh, he's got great insurance, but it's still a lot and uh, he's uh, getting ready to head back to the hospital sometime in the spring so uh, any uh, any amount that you can give uh, go to our social medias the venmo is there it goes directly to the cade family and uh, helps them out uh, also uh, go to our store uh, yes it's a geekshow.store and uh, get our gear i'm starting to see more and more of these uh, shirts out in out in public and if i see you in public wearing them i will 
chase you down and thank you. Even if you're driving. <laughs> Even if I'm driving, I will pull. <laughs> yes. I hear the fashion doll tea is on numbered days. It's on numbered days. Oh, We've been saying it for months. I also, <laughs> I also got an email. I, I, I forgot to bring it with me. I'm terribly sorry to the guy who sent me an email who had, he said, because we talked about the flags and about how the flags will never be mounted on the back of pickup trucks. And, uh, he, he showed me pictures of his pickup truck, and he has a sticker, a Geek Show sticker there. But he says, I need the flags for the pickup trucks, and I'll do it. <laughs> do it. And I, is and, that and a threat? I, I, I stand by my offer. Yeah, I'll send an illustrated postcard to him if he should send us pictures. They are right there at uh, geekshow.store. And, of course, uh, our Patreon is available where you get the uh, the secret show after this show. It's our after party. You also get the Space Show show early. Uh, you get, uh, I was remiss this week about videos. I'm terribly sorry. I'll be sending more Time Closet videos this coming week because I just got back from the cruise thing and it was a, it was a week. Uh, oh, so. Terry, we got to play with video last week at the after party because it's, it's not a, we don't have to hide from copyright on something that we're not actually broadcasting. Oh, well, let's do that again, shall we? Yeah, we had we can, some fun. Because we can talk about these trailers, but we can't yeah. show them for some reason. Yeah, we can, so, we can show them, but we have to fight a lot with their lawyers. Yeah, so, the butt. so in the after party, we will watch these trailers that I'm about to tell you about. We got two yeah. of them, okay? Ooh. First one is, uh, oh, and I need... Now i got to figure out the photos real time this time. <laughs> no. well, you can do it. In... I believe in you. We're going into Borderlands now. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Captain Kirk has one. Oh, wait. <laughs> did you, did you see Did you see this trailer? I yes. did. Yes. I'm right. astoundingly hyped. Wow. But yeah, for you guys who played the game, tell me what you think. Uh, they, they know what the guys look like. Yeah. They do know what the people look like. <laughs> I will seen, give them that. The trailer, at least, gets pretty dang close to the vibe of the game, I would say. I would say, yeah. I'd also say Jamie Lee Curtis just does stuff that she see, thinks she reads the script and says, this seems fun, I'm doing could it. could be fun, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. she's going to be a great Tannis. Yeah. She's, she's perfect and, for that And role. I hate to objectify a woman, but... Damn it, Kate Blanchett. I knew you were going to. I was so glad hot you, in this yeah. trailer. I'm glad you Can two did talk it. talk about it? I was going to do it. She's my I mean, favorite Marvel I, villain. This, this sucks, though. Like 30 yeah. years from now, when she's 80 or however the hell old she's going to be, I'm going to be like, gosh, she's hot. She's so yes. hot. She's um, incredibly hot in this. And, uh, of course, go back and watch Thor. She was fabulous there. True. But uh, this is, uh, it, it. I got real Guardians of the Galaxy vibes from this trailer. Big, before the end of the trailer, okay. I thought to myself, okay. this has Guardians vibes for sure. Yeah, like yeah. how many times are we going to remake Guardians of the Galaxy, honestly? <laughs> I mean, if oh, you're going mean, to copy something, copy something good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> make sure yeah. you just go back to the Wild Bunch, wash, roots, repeat. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Uh, so you've got Kate Blanchett as Lilith, the outlaw leader of the crew on a mission to retrieve a treasure from a vault on a planet she describes as a dumpster fire of a world. And people That's are being Pandora. so shitty because her character's really young in the in the uh, video game. So mm. what? They they got care. they got a world class actress to play yes. the part. Uh, lean yes. into it. I want someone with some skills in a role. I, yeah. I, you know I don't need eye candy. Uh, Kevin Hart. You're just calling her eye candy a few well, minutes ago. For me. Respectfully. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm respectfully calling her eye candy yes. and a great talent. Uh, Kevin Hart is there as Roland. Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. Uh, Jack Black as the voice of Claptrap the Robot. 
Ah, uh, because yeah, they they couldn't rub the salt in that guy's wounds any harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for real. Tony oh, knows the story. I know. This the must story. be your first adventure into Hollywood voice acting. No, <laughs> the guy that did claptrap in the first game got screwed over so bad. It's oh, first and second yeah. game. He did both second of those, game, yeah. and then like, they made... switched to someone else in the third game and just completely dismissed the guy from the first two. And he was oh. never really ceremoniously. Yeah, because so. he was already an employee of the company, so he didn't yeah. really. He did it just as part of his job because it was fun. Games yep. got really big, and they decided, oh, let's go someone else. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So there, anyway, Who go is? watch the trailer or stick around with us for the after party, and we'll all watch it together. How about that? Yeah. Uh, GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. Um, then the other trailer that we got this week, which Don't was... Don't mind that. That's Riker. That's Riker. was uh, <laughs> season five, the final season of Star Trek Discovery. Uh, we got our first look at it. It premieres. Lame. A- it premieres April fourth. <laughs> on come over Par- Paramount Plus, <laughs> and uh, it, it was filled with farewells. This entire trailer. Oh, I can I know. can I clarify why I said lame? Because it's missing a season. Sad, lame that it only got ending. five seasons. Yep. Yeah, should have got six. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll um, do an agent, whole Agents of Shield thing. We're like, maybe we won't cancel it just yet. Put the sets back. No, they, back. they they did this thing like in the third season where all of a sudden the Federation becomes the most important thing, and I'm like sobbing openly in every episode and yeah. um, lame. And I just jerks. I love Michael Burnham as Captain. Yeah. She, she's yeah. one of my favorite captains. I just love yeah. her. Shaniqua it's the Martin gayest Green. crew in Star Trek, and they're like, oh, we can only do five A seasons. Girl whose name is Michael. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused what? with Michael Learned from uh, Trepper John M D. Yes. Huh? There's an actress called Michael stroke? Lerner. Yeah. <laughs> she had her not, own series called Nurse as well. Anyway, uh, but uh, it's definitely, you know, got the farewell vibes. Everybody is saying goodbye to each other through the whole trailer. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, season, uh, final season arrives April 4th on Paramount Plus and Rebecca won't be able to watch it for a while. Nope. Because the space show show. I'm doing it in order. Yes, doing... Cody, I'm that old. Yes. Yeah, I'm that old too, but I couldn't have pulled that bastard out of a hat. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some other news happening. Um, Jurassic World, they've got their director, Gareth Edwards. Well, he showed up with his own dinosaur. This man. Know. Doesn't everybody show up with their own dinosaur? He's throwing <laughs> away his career for a paycheck. No. In no. my humble opinion. I, I read an interview with him and he chased down this project once he heard that they needed a director. He is such I mean, a fan. He is such a Ooh. fan of the first movie. I mean, he was calling it cinematic genius and, mm. a, and, and all Jurassic of this. Jurassic Park or Jurassic yeah. The original. Like, yeah, Jurassic Park is a, oh, is yeah. phenomenal. Just, just <laughs> watch just just watch the creator, and all of your concerns will go no, away. No, Lee, that no, Lee, that's what I'm saying. I oh, this is the guy with, that did the creator. I have to disagree mm-hmm. with you on the creator because I, I hated it. it. What? Yeah, you hate a lot of good things, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched it last night. I was going to talk about it in uh, what we watched. I watched it last that's night. Why, it was fabulous. That's why I'm like, this man is throwing away his career. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mean about this, but you did run, run. <laughs> To see Madam Webb. You did. Uh, Gareth Edwards <laughs> called his parents. I go to the movies every week, man. You want to go? <laughs> I'm fragile. He Yes. Don't, don't, don't hurt Lee. Uh, please, no, Rebecca, don't hurt no him. Kill I. Um, no kill yeah, I. Exactly. No kill I. <laughs> uh, no, he, he was so excited that he got this job, he called his parents 
it must said, be nice, I and, guess. And said, you guess what? I'm call your parents. His parents are dead. <laughs> he, yeah, he used, he used that phone from the Stephen King book. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, he was very excited that he got this. Uh, he chased it down. Uh, so okay. he's he's taking over for the new one. And, you know, he does kind of know his stuff. He, well, you know, Godzilla, you know. <laughs> didn't we already learn that the movie's basically like locked like into done. everything that the much. studio wants so so what's he going to do besides just sit well, there and be like yes he did rogue one said. he real good at making dinosaurs look big yeah that's okay. it he, he took over for rogue one and made it happen and pretty and cool and you like rogue one so you know no, see, rebecca didn't I, like I, rogue I, one I neither like did rogue one. <laughs> that's right i, I did like the, creator, I like the though. second half of rogue one yeah <laughs> see like the second episode of rogue one Actually, <laughs> see, actually, this news that he's involved in it actually made me go, oh, okay, maybe I will go see this one. I, I can also see why his movies aren't somebody's cup of tea, you know? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they are, they are kind of dour and a little mm -hmm. somber. All right. Because uh, dinosaurs I just, shouldn't be dour and somber? I just don't think robots no. should practice religion. That's... Well, that's we can talk that about was it your next, problem the with next, the creator? The next 40 years are going to be a little tough on you. <laughs> that yeah, was your problem with the creator? If there, if there is a we can talk about it also, later. Also, Buddhism, get into this. Buddhism is not a religion. It's a philosophy. That's true. Uh, okay, right. I don't, okay, I don't think robots should be having philosophies and opinions. You bigot! Wowee, listen to this. <laughs> What's your take on the uh, on the the robot religion in Futurama? Is that a problem? I'm, I'm, I'm all about <laughs> robot. Cartoon, and I can I can that that's fine because that's a cartoon for funnies. <laughs> it's okay, all cartoons. What about Transformers? Transformers <laughs> yeah. is absurd. The all spark. <laughs> yeah, I hear there okay. more that meets the eye though. All right, well let's move on to something. A little, maybe a little less triggering for, uh, for Rebecca, <laughs> uh, because I know it's that have doubted. beliefs. Get well, out of here! And then I, and then I looked at the headline and I went, "Oh no, she's triggered by Dracula these days." Because there we go. There's too many Dracula movies coming out, you guys. I mean, <laughs> we got Guillermo's coming out. There's an, there's um, another one. There's like three. This is a third Dracula movie. And now, just, and now they're doing the, a the boat one. And then now they, they're doing two, a... they have two Frankenstein movies and a Bride of Frankenstein movie coming up. What's the deal with all these monster movies? You Everything is new again. I don't know, Jerry. Just turned into What's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> but, uh, now Luke... they're doing a bearded Draclia. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> this one's different. He has a, a beard. A well-fed bearded yeah. Draclia. <laughs> no, that's, well, we, that's... We've had a tan Dracula already, so I mean... Yeah. No, that's that's Luke Besson, you guys. That's the director. Oh, he's going to do something pervy yeah. with a minor. Yeah. He's the Valerian director. Is going to direct an adaptation of the novel titled Dracula, actually, a love tale. Actually, twist. Mia Hohovich is Dracula because <laughs> he puts his wife in everything. Sure, everything. Uh, let's see. Upcoming film being billed as a big budget reimagining that functions as an origin story for the Prince of Darkness. Uh, Caleb Landry Jones, who's worked with Basson on Dogman, will play Prince, uh, Prince Vladimir, who becomes Wait. a vampire. Did you say he made a movie called Dogman? Yeah. Is that like a, a slower paced, less dangerous version of Wolfman? Could be. Dogs are and, still pretty dangerous, Tony. And the, and this isn't, less, not, this not. isn't Mila Jovovich's husband. I uh, thought it was. No. no, she's married to the underworld guy. This is the yeah. guy that made Fifth Element and uh, yeah. the professional. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. And, and my favorite, <laughs> Lucy, where, you know, 
You can use 100% of your brain to become a god. He was, they were married 1997 <laughs> to 1999. Let me see if this will save this for you, Rebecca. <laughs> Christoph <laughs> Waltz is in it. Is he playing Renfield? Does not say who he's playing. There's only one Renfield. You just keep going back to Tom Waits. It's Nicholas Did Holt. you guys Nicholas see Holt. the picture from James Gunn? He shared a picture of the cast of Superman Legacy mm-hmm. uh, doing their first table read. Did you guys catch a glimpse of Nicholas Holt there in the back with his shaved head? Shaved head. Mm-hmm. Is he playing Bizarro? Not Bizarro. Uh, Lex. Lex. Yeah, he's playing Lex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lex. Yeah, yeah. Great. Oh, that's right. You were you weren't around a, for those announcements. He's a good Lex Luthor. That's <clears> awesome. I know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I got a list here of, uh, we got uh, all kinds of Draculas coming up. You've got- Draculas. Uh, Draculas, sorry. <laughs> Universal's <laughs> Abigail in April, which is a reimagining of Dracula's Don't, daughter. Also, the, the Abigail movie, that one actually yeah. looks kind of fun. Uh, Robert yeah. Eggers in uh, Nosferatu, which will drop sometime That's this year. Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bride of Frankenstein. Guillermo del Toro's got another Frankenstein. What? Going. Oh, you again, you were down for this. Yes. God, you uh, go into a coma for three months and what happens? I know, right? Yeah, Guillermo, yeah, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Dracula. Frankenstein. Or, or Frankenstein, excuse me, because uh, Jacob Elordi was in it. Or, or no, Jacob Elordi is, is in it now because Andrew Garfield was supposed to be in it. Yes. But then Andrew yes. Garfield caught wind that um, Martin Scorsese wants to make a Jesus movie. And so Andrew Garfield was like, I'm going to go chase that. Because if there's one thing about Andrew Garfield, he loves to be in a religious movie. That's and true. so now you got Jacob Elordi as oh. Knock Knock Frankenstein. And Oscar Isaac is there too. Yeah. And you I have one I, word, uh, Spider uh, Jesus. Uh, 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 uh. Mm. You've, you've got the Wolfman movie from Lee Winnell coming out. Uh, I mean, it's all happening. It's I, all monsters this year. Sorry, all I can hear is the pounding in my head that says Guillermo del Toro Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, we talked about you. I said, I wish Lee was here for oh, this news because it's two of his favorite things. I love Good I love Franklin, I love Franklin Stein and I love Guillermo del Toro. There Good to know Lee does not listen to the episode when he's I not know. <laughs> Yeah, because I was unconscious for that. <laughs> I was going to say, he might have listened to the episode. He just doesn't remember it. Yeah, I mean. there's, there's, there's whole series. I'll tell you exactly how I went if I listened to it. I started it. I fell asleep. I woke up. Paw Patrol was on. Oh, every time <laughs> Paw Patrol podcast. We don't even know how Didn't that happened. I, don't, yeah. I, would, I would be right. reading a book. I'd get chapter one. Frodo said, it's time to go, Sam. How the hell did Paw Patrol turn on? <laughs> Paw Patrol. <laughs> there we go. That's the look for it on the Geek Show app coming soon, you know, between, you know, <laughs> between tabletop and <laughs> tabletop and least take on stoned we're, Paw Patrol. We're going to do a Paw Patrol podcast coming up. Oh, my God. Fascism. All right. All right Pod here we Patrol. Go. It's triple P. That's true. Paw Patrol podcast, I suppose. Here's another one that uh, is going to be interesting. Um, Naruto? Naruto. Naruto. You were so close. It means means curly noodle. Naruto. Okay, there you go. This show the kids are into? Since uh, since my kids were kids? I was going to say, it's it's been around a while. It's huge. I I had, again, not... Not in not in my wheelhouse, but I looked it up, and yes, it's incredibly huge. I looked it up because the writer director is Destin Daniel Cretton, who did such a good job with Shang Chi. Uh, he went to Japan to get permission from the creator of Naruto. Wow! Uh, good for he, him. Yeah, Masashi Kishimoto, uh, and uh, Kishimoto gave him his blessing and said, "I had a long talk with him." Spent a few days with him. We talked about the character. He said, 
you know, I want your input on this and, and there we go. So it's happening. Okay. Fail. So I have a question for God, every, everybody who's not melanin enhanced in this pot, in this panel, I guess, Sorry. who's watched, watch this. So these kids are training to be ninjas or some kind of plot. martial artist. <clears throat> I got the plot. Yeah. Coming they, of they, a, Coming-of-age story focused on a young and enthusiastic ninja named Naruto, who wants to grow up and be the leader of his ninja village, but also happens to have the spirit of a nine-tailed demon fox inside of him. Uh, so that's that's the plot. Well, they don't have a whole lot of uh, story to work off of. There were only 720 episodes of the anime. <laughs> and <Yeah>. a sequel <laughs> about his kid. And it was Well, and before that, it was serialized in Japan's popular so. weekly Shonen Jump from 1999 ah. to 2014. And that tracked the characters' coming-of-age friendships and all of that. Uh, it is the most. It is the world's one of the world's most popular intellectual properties. Over 250 million copies of the collected volumes have sold in more than 60 countries and territories. Launched several animated series on Cartoon Network, Disney XD, Adult Swim, and other networks. It has been adapted to video game form. Continues to be a merchandising juggernaut. It's uh, one of I, the first anime series that I caught. That and Bleach, where you could tell where they hit, where the an where the manga was at, and didn't know mm -hmm. what to do, and so they just had like a fifteen episode long fight. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're <laughs> like, "What do we do? What do we do?" The next issue of the manga is now we. All I know about Naruto is the run. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very typical in in, in anime. And yeah. well, the question, the thing that I, the other thing that is weird to me is, I keep seeing the figures for these. For some reason, I'm looking at action figures. Yeah, hmm. all for of them have their like they're wearing boots with no toes on them at all. It's like mm -hmm. if you're kicking people, get some protection on your foot. Yeah, they leave in the leaf village. They don't need protection. They got oh. tough boot feet. Toes. Tough toes. So that will be uh, on its way eventually. I mean, he's he's still working on a sequel to Shang-Chi. Mm. So how far oh. down the road this is, I don't know. Shang-Chi meets Naruto. Ooh. Shang-Chi visits the Leaf Village. Uh, now this is some interesting comics news. EC Comics. Uh, you kids probably don't know about this. I do. <laughs> I recognize those covers. Yeah. EC Comics was the bad boy of comic pub publishers. Tales from the Crypt, Weird Science, Two-Fisted Tales in mid-century America. Huge. Uh, the, sh the stories, though, shocking, horrifying, and oftentimes progressive, uh, drew scrutiny and backlash, and the company found itself in the crosshairs of censorship and regulation at the heights of the McCarthy era. Uh, the company ultimately shuttered with the last comic hitting the newsstands and drugstores at 1956. That was the last time. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, now 70 years after the creation of the Comics Code Authority. That's where that comes from is EC Comics. They were one of the reasons that they brought along the Comics Code Authority. There's an excellent book called The Ten Cent Plague, I think it's called, yep. that tells that whole story, that whole mm -hmm. true story. Uh, Oni Press is, you know, mm. Scott Pilgrim, you've heard of the Oni Press. They partnered with the William Ames, William M. Gaines Agent, Inc. They are the rights holders of the EC line, and they're going to launch all new stories with A-list comic creators. Wow. So, well, uh, the I already, first I already, book... I already know someone that's going to be involved, because uh, there's no way in hell that you're not going to get that going without the guy that did uh, The Goon in Hillbilly. Well, let me Eric, see. Eric Powell. I guarantee Eric Powell is going to be involved. He's he's an well, EC Comics nut. 
let's let's find out the, as the story goes. Uh, the new line, the first book will be Epitaphs from the Abyss, a horror title that'll debut in July, uh, followed by a sci-fi comic, Cruel Universe, in August. And they will keep the anthology format with creative teams rotating in and out. So, I mean, the chances of uh, the guy from The Goon doing it to, is very good. Uh, they've already, let's see... Uh, I thought I saw a list of some of the people they've already got lined up. I want to say Jason Aaron is there. Because <laughs> uh, he's everywhere. Yeah, I can't find it here. But uh, even though EC's reign was short, the effect was long-lasting, very influential. Um, comic collectors in the 70s and 80s, uh, the comics influenced filmmakers. Here's some names who have listed EC Comics as their inspiration. John Carpenter, Joe Dante, Guillermo del Toro, Steven Spielberg, Stephen King, George Romero, uh, and then uh, Richard Donner, Robert Zemeckis. I mean, they they brought the Crypt Keeper from the, for the Tales of the Crypt TV series. Oh, Never we heard of the, any of those guys. We, when we went to the Mike Mignola or the uh, Guillermo del Toro Museum exhibition at the Lockman in L.A., mm-hmm. there was a whole wing of just these comics that he's really? collected. He still mm. had them. Wow. And of course, the uh, the movie from 1982 called Creep Show, which uh, I just love. It's, it's, it's meteor it's, shit. It's it's <laughs> as back when Leslie Nielsen was still a dramatic actor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever changed. It's just people realized that what he did was funny and just started putting him in other roles. <laughs> he's got a great he's got a great part of him and it's uh, Ted Danson and him in in a story where. At the end, Ted Zombie Ted Danson buries Leslie Nielsen up to his neck on the shore of an ocean, and the water keeps coming up. Because that's right. how because that's how Leslie Nielsen killed Ted Danson, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then he's yelling, "I can hold my breath for a long time." <laughs> so, Carrie. Anyway, yes. This would be kind of fun. Uh, Tony, could you put me on the screen real quick? Yep. 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 Oh, look at that! I got you. This is a Eric Powell series called Spook House that he did under oh. the Albatross banner. And it's uh, it's EC stories, kind of like EC stories, anthology stuff that he did for a young audience. And oh. it's funny because it's it you'd say it's a, you know, kitty comic. It's really not. It's just fun EC style goodness. And he did a whole series of them. If you're not familiar with his Hillbilly comic. Yes. It's a uh, it's Hang Appalachian folktales. Um <sighs> With, Appalachian uh, with, anything is pretty scary. Yeah, it's 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 Roland who is a hillbilly who's cursed to bear the Satan's own meat cleaver. Um, it's good stuff. So uh, I hope, I hope with that announcement that he's one of the people attached. I to hope it, so too. Yeah, I'll be watching this very closely yeah. because they're very important comics in the history of of the comic book. So plus, it gives me a good excuse to go to my local friendly shop and get that pull list going again. Yes. All right, let's talk about uh, Marvel Studios. <laughs> Yay! About how uh, they're they're stepping back for a bit. I think they've adopted the philosophy of how can you miss us if we won't go away. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, it says they're not going to give up, according to someone who is in the know. It says they're not giving up; they're just stepping back, taking a breath, retooling a little bit. So all we're going to get this year is Deadpool and Wolverine. We've already gotten Echo. Yep. And we're going to get the uh, Agatha series, Agatha Harkness series. Don't forget X-Men 97. And X-Men 97. So that's Oh, all that woke we're garbage. 
<laughs> Can't wait for that woke garbage. So uh, I, I love that the uh, I love that people are actually going back to the old X Men cartoon and finding pictures of Rogue's ass where it isn't fine. <laughs> what? Get out of here with that nonsense, yeah. Lee. They're just like it's, it's always it's, fine. It's vindication for advocates of keyframe animation, Rebecca. Pshaw. I'm just furious. I'm gonna go find stills of Rogue and her flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show them. I'll show Those. them Rogue is the flattest ass of all time. <laughs> Those SJWs nerf Rogue's butt. <laughs> but here is here's uh, the week, uh, the week or two weeks or three weeks, the past month in in Marvel Studios history. They had a, a good February, all things considered, uh, despite the doom and gloom that everyone keeps talking about. The Super Bowl trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine became the most watched trailer of all time. Yeah, with 365 million views in 24 hours. And that math does include the 123 million who tuned in for the game, but you only got 30 seconds of the trailer. But still, good math, I think. Uh, next came the announcement on Valentine's Day about the cast of the Fantastic Four. Kind of a dick move in regards to <laughs> Madam Web that also opened that day. I think it would have right. made a difference, though. Like, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I mean... Uh, well, they went, here's the bad news. And now the good news is the cast of the Fantastic Four. Uh, Pedro Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, Ebon Moss uh, Bacharach, and Joseph Quinn. Uh, with that 1960s setting for the movie, which is what I've dreamed of. Rebecca told me who was directing, and I got so excited. Yeah, who is directing? Matt, Matt Shackman, Shackman, baby. Oh, good. The WandaVision guy. There you go. So, always yeah. in Philadelphia. Go I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in that. I'm going to be in that theater for showing with you, Carrie. Oh, absolutely. We'll, so we'll everybody else, you're welcome, but Carrie and I are going to be there. Now, for those of us, you know, for those of you who are not Marvel zombies, uh, you need to know that the Fantastic Four, this is the, like, the one of the cornerstones of the Marvel mythos. I mean, this project is very important to Marvel Studios, so uh, moving forward with this is going to be very interesting. Of course, a day later, we got the trailer for X-Men 97, and... Uh, Apparently, the trailer set an internal Disney record as the biggest launch for an animated series on Disney+, Plus, uh, ahead of What If, even, uh, or any animated Star Wars series, they said. Uh, so it was huge. Uh, the studio also quietly hired Eric Pearson to polish the script for The Fantastic Four, which will shoot this summer in London. Uh, Person is a, a company uh, a company man. He worked on uh, Thor Ragnarok, Black Widow, has a reputation for taking projects over the finish line, so that's good news. Those are good movies. They also hired uh, Joanna Kahlo, the showrunner from The Bear, to work on the script for Thunderbolts, which means hopefully they're going to be putting... Cousin! Yeah, putting a certain <laughs> amount of drama in there. As I was going to say a certain comedy. amount of anxiety. Yeah. That's going to start shooting in the March. The Thunderbolts, but they work at a restaurant. Yeah. Too many orders coming in. So many orders coming in. Too what are we going to do? You know, the bear is real entertaining to watch unless you actually owned or operated a restaurant at any time. I, I just, I, I can't understand how it's labeled as a comedy. It is I, not. I don't. I mean, I, has, I'm not. It I don't has, had to do that. One, it is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. But also, they had to do that because they were going up against like Succession in awards shows. And so to even have a chance, I mean, had to yeah, okay. it was either that or <laughs> best animated series. <laughs> I guess dark comedy, perhaps. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Marvel also uh, started cleaning up the creative mess left in the wake of the whole Jonathan Majors thing. Uh, they announced that, uh, you know, they, of course, they announced they dropped Majors after his conviction. 
Uh, they are now going to minimize the character or excise him entirely. The first new Avengers movies due in 2026. It was initially titled Avengers Kang Dynasty. It says they're going to get a new title, remove the character's name, change the, they're changing the whole thing. Uh, but uh, Which is a shame. Which yeah. is a shame because I Kang's was... fascinating character. I was looking forward to it. I was hoping for a recast. But. Yeah, yeah, same. Because they haven't um, done it before. Well, yeah. we've seen we've seen multiple Reed Richards. We can see multiple Kangs. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's, that's why I wonder, think. like, if there was something in his contract that he was able to negotiate where only he's the he only could play one. Kang. Mm, I wonder. Well, maybe. the story that I, I read know, was that would Disney do that. Would they allow that after <clears throat> the <clears throat> Terrence uh, Howard? I don't want to call it debacle, but after that whole hullabaloo, where they were just like, "I'm going to allow you to do this." It's like, oh, we're Disney. We don't we don't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, uh, as the Hollywood strike ended November, the studio delayed Captain America New World Order. Uh, it is it is now scheduled for February 14th, 2025. Uh, give it time for, to do some reshoots. Iger said that uh, he was most excited for that one during this uh, most recent earnings call. Bob Iger said, I've seen it, and he's very excited for New World Order. Did you see um, the optimistic news about the Agatha show, whatever it's called now? Um, mm -hmm. They they just wrapped up reshoots, and they did their reshoots in a day. Yeah, where oh, normally Marvel quick. schedules like five days or so for mm -hmm. reshoots, whereas so I don't know if that's like good news that they finished reshoots in a day for I don't know. for Agatha Whoosie Whatsie. It could be I, uh, Coven of Chaos. Is that what it's called? I think no. so. Exactly. They changed the name the of it like six they, times. They did. They it's keep the, changing the name. It's Agatha Harkness and the Hussy What's It of What's Now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, but, Agatha, uh, Agatha Harkness and Aubrey Plaza's there too. Yes. What? Yes, yeah. Aubrey yes. Plaza. Oh, oh yeah, I can't you were, watch. You were unconscious for a few months. Uh, <laughs> the uh, execs are not calling it a reboot, not even a soft one. They're calling it creative retooling. Uh, says they're not going to give up. They just want to make something great. So that's what's happening right now at Marvel Studios. Our final story, and this, this was <laughs> there. What is, is right going here. on here? Are they finally doing the male Thelma and Louise? What you see here is that not Fast and Furious? And what's <laughs> exactly? And and it's interesting that this this story came up this week because on the cruise ship I was sitting there with my nieces and you know out on the top of the deck they have you know the pools and the bars and everything of course the kids were at the bar uh, at the pools I was at the bar but there's a giant movie screen and they were showing Ferris Bueller's Day Off and my oldest niece who is nine had never seen it before oh and was enraptured that that this is a kid skipping school. Oh my God. And I'm like, Drew, you should be careful. Your daughter's taking notes with this movie. Right? Yep. Yep. But I saw, I, I saw this part and I went, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then I read when I got back, the Ferris Bueller spinoff <laughs> has landed David Katzenberg as a director. It's called Sam and Victor's Day Off. Oh my gosh. And it's the two characters who are in the movie for maybe a minute. The ones who took the Ferrari out for a spin while Ferris and everybody were at the parade and at the baseball game. Because you remember they parked the car at a parking garage and these guys took it for a spin. And that's why the miles are cranked up. And that's why at the end of Ferris Bueller, they have to reverse the mileage so Cameron's dad doesn't freak out. Carrie, have you seen the the, the, the theory that uh, this is a prequel to Secession, and this is the reason why 
this is the reason why Cameron's dad divorced the first wife is over the car. All right, I like, I like it. I like okay. it. Okay. But it, what it is is it's the story of these two guys who work in the parking garage. They had taking, a great hour taking the Ferrari, and so that's that's the movie. <laughs> All right. All righty. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway. I just thought I'd throw that at you. And that's why he was the worst captain of the Enterprise B, because he never got over what Ferris did to his dad's car. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Exactly. All right. Should we start with Rebecca for what we consume this week? Because I there's a little thing called Madam Webb I know she wants to talk about. I mean... Best movie okay. ever, right? I'll just say, here, I have some other things I want to mention as well. Okay. All right. I re uh, if you have read the book World War Z, um, <laughs> that same author, Math Max Brooks, has another book called Devolution, which is about um, a Sasquatch attack. And it, it is in quite similarly the same format of World War Z, the book, which if you have not read the book of World War Z, highly recommend. It's incredible. I did, yeah. Um, Very different from the movie. But Devolution, has, if you listen to the audiobook, has a full cast. So like Judy Greer, um, Nathan Fillion, Jeff Daniels, um, oh, Janeway. I need, I need this. Uh, uh, Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Um, just a stacked cast, and it was a phenomenal read. Highly recommend. Um, Taylor Tomlinson's special is on Netflix mm. called Have It All. Love She's it. great. She's great. Love it. She's coming back to Salt Lake in June, I think. So oh, good. We should get go. Get your tickets now. Yeah. Um, the Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Those episodes have been awesome. Um, this week's new release. Um, or yeah, what were you I was going to say Daily Show. Desi Lydic has been uh, doing the hosting this week, mm -hmm. and she's great. She's, I love yeah. her so much. Um, but it, it's nice to see Jon Stewart back because, like, he is the Daily Show, and so mm -hmm. it is. Just, it's nice to see him back. Um, the new release from this week when we're recording um, Drive Away Dolls, it is a Ethan Cohen's first solo directorial movie. Oh, I saw the trailer for this and I was interested. How is it? It's it's funny. Like if you like a okay. Cohen Brothers movie, it is it's one singular Cohen brother movie. Love it. And it's I don't know. I, I, it was funny. I, I thought it, I thought it was great. Um, what's it called again? Drive Away Dolls. Drive Away Dolls. That's it. it has Margaret Qualley. It has um, Geraldine, the one who replaced Ao at a Beery in Thunderbolts, who's also yes. in um, Miracle Worker. She's in it. Beanie Feldstein's in it. Um, Coleman Domingo is in it. Who, by the way, I watched Rustin last night as part of my Oscars watch. Um, pretty by the numbers biopic, but if he does not run away with that Oscar for Best Actor, what he's, are we doing? He's he one of our great incredible. actors. He is well, one of our great actors right now. He was also in the running. Well, when there was rumors of recasting Kang, he was one of the top two names that I heard him for one or John David Washington as, mm -hmm. as another option for Kang. There's an episode of the, what's the horny teen show that we watch, Rebecca? Euphoria. Euphoria. There's an episode of <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> It's just, it's just fun. To, it's just, it's just fun to say. <laughs> but you, uh, you picked up right on it. <laughs> there's an yeah. episode of Euphoria that is like it's a one-shot episode of of Coleman Domingo and Zendaya sitting in a diner just talking. Yes, it's so good, and it What's is the... one of the best moments of television that you will ever see. Anyway, was it those? Uh, was it those old ladies on that uh, detective show? On I can't remember what it was called. Was it True Detective? No, 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 no. It was the funny one with. Uh, Oh my God, old man moment. But they kept calling it Euphormica. And, uh, <laughs> there's all these kids in the Euphormica. Uh, so, yeah. 
Um, Never mind. So, <laughs> so saw Madame Web last Saturday. All recording. right. Went to go see Madame Web. Madame Web was so bad that immediately after the movie ended, my friend and I went into another theater to watch a different movie as a palate cleanser. That movie was called The Taste of Things. Absolutely lovely. Carrie, you should watch this movie. What is Just, it? So it takes place in like the late 1800s in France. And it's about this man who's like, a, a notoriously well-known chef and it's about him and the relationship he has with his cook in his house and their like love affair and how he wants to get married to her. And she's like, no, thank you. Oh, okay. um, and it is just, it's food porn. It is like two hours of French food porn. It is. All right. I mean, mm. is it like, is it like big night? Cause if so, I'll just die. I don't know what that is. <laughs> big, big nights, a Stanley Tucci, Stanley movie. Tucci. And oh. it's all about Italian food. And at one point yes. they bring out, a timpani, which is like this giant baked, that, yeah, yeah. Yes, they that make, is food um, porn, yeah. They make that dish, the ortolan dish, where mm. you have to cover your head with a napkin to hide your shame from God, you know? Ooh. To eat that bird that they like drown in wine or whatever. A food so good, I have to hide from God. Yeah, yeah, it's it's oh, like, like ortolan or something. I, like I, I feel that I like way this. when I eat chicken fingers. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be so delectable. <laughs> That you have to cover your head with a napkin as you eat it to hide your shame from God. Like, right. Sounds about right. Okay, so Madam Webb, Madam <laughs> Webb, if you go in knowing you're in for a bad movie, you're going to have a good time. I stand by it. Dakota Johnson has the personality of a dry sponge. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, this is the most I've ever liked her. Especially, you didn't like her on Saturday Night that, Live. She got that no. talent from her dad. <laughs> She's got the nepo parents and the nepo grandparent. Did you know her grandmother is Tippy Hedren? Oh yes, yes. right. Yes. squared. Like she. Talent doesn't need it to be successful. She's like Hollywood, she's like right? Drew Barrymore. The third generation doesn't really need to do much. Yes. No. And she, she, I just love the idea that all of these actors were tricked into thinking they were in an actual MCU movie. Because if you if you watch her thinking you're watching an actual MCU movie, it's kind of fun. But otherwise. This is the most I've ever liked her. Cassie Webb is a character who hates kids, hates her job, just hates everything and delivers every line with a tone that is, who knows what movie we're watching, you guys. And I don't, I'm not, I don't care about, well, do you guys care about spoilers? I don't know. It's been two I, weeks. It's, it's a little it's, early still. I'll let, I'll let people comment in the comments if they want me to spoil a thing or not. But like what they're saying about the ADR is correct. Okay. The man, um, the, the Ezekiel Sims, there's, there had to have been a cut plot where something else entirely different happened because all of his lines are either off screen or don't match his mouth at all oh right <laughs> see and that's what you're saying even even being a fan of watching terrible movies i i can't go just, to the theater yeah. to pay for something where the lips don't match up to the words that just they're saying that like isn't a foreign film and so i i can't do it i just no it's I just a, think of it as a kung fu movie with I, with spider powers no can't do dakota it dakota johnson um <laughs> she's handed two pepsi products a mountain dew code red and okay. a regular uh, maybe pepsi i'll can. go now she has never <laughs> i'm convinced dakota johnson has never opened a can of soda in her life she just she, 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 did, she, like, she didn't know what to do she's like there, trump with a glass of water just sits there <laughs> holding it 
Um, she tried no to break ever, it in half at one point. She's yeah. like, no one's ever not opened this for me before. She tried cracking it like um, an egg, you know. Yeah. She didn't. yeah. <laughs> Grandma yeah. Tippy, the, how do I drink this? The, the, it takes place in the year 2003. The PSP makes an appearance, which did not debut until 2005. Oh. The song Toxic by Britney Spears appears. What? and it, What? And at one point, so Toxic by Britney Spears debuted in January of 2003, 20, 20, uh, right? And uh, <laughs> on the radio, when the song plays, the person is like, this song is going to blow up. Like, wah, we've wah. never heard of Britney Spears before in the year of our <laughs> Lord, 2003. And then they're at the diner, and the three young girls playing the other spider women are like, this is my song. Is it a new song? Or is it an old song that we've heard before and you know all the words to it? Please, I'm begging for just an ounce of consistency. And then just Pepsi, Pepsi paid so much money to be in this movie, obviously. I don't pay, know where it went. They pay you know? as much or a similar amount as McDonald's did for Mac and Me. <laughs> I couldn't tell you because I haven't seen you Mac and Me. Calculate for oh, inflation too. Just, so. just Rebecca for your own for your own entertainment. Type in Mac and Me McDonald's scene. Um, can I just watch Conan O'Brien clips from when Paul Rudd is on? No, they only, they only show they only show one of the greatest moments, but there is a literal like a five minutes in a McDonald's that is cinema gold. Mm, I love McDonald's. You will love it. Um, I'm not going to spoil because Andrew Keogh is seeing it today. So, but Aww. everybody else wants to spoil it. May come to the after party, and I'll just I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> but I more this makes Morbius look so good, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> like, Morbius, oh, wow. Morbius is a better movie. <laughs> Challenge accepted, Rebecca. But <laughs> Madame Webb is more interesting to watch. There, I heard a thing that said this movie was initially supposed to take place in 1993. And that, if that's true, a lot of things would make sense. Um, but then they changed the year to make it line up so that Tom Holland's Spider-Man could be there. Heads up. They try to force so much Spider-Man lore down your throats in this one. There's a reason that Tom <laughs> Holland keeps saying no to a Sony Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. I think he can see you mean how a Sony, the a Sony only Spider-Man yeah. movie. He sees how the sausage is made over there, and well, he knows that it ain't, ain't working. Reports are saying closer to maybe a hundred million dollars to make this movie. Wandering. And, and I cannot wait for Craven the Hunter to come out later this year because that bad boy has a budget of 150 million dollars how could they make it even worse than I know I, I know I, I keep teasing you about how much you love these shitty movies but I actually really enjoy how much you enjoy these shitty movies. If, if you know that you're going in to see a bad movie oh yeah well worth the price of admission. So so it sounds like what should be is you should get two a couple of good friends of yours who love shitty movies and love making fun of shitty movies and mm -hmm. make sure that mm -hmm. the, you go to an empty theater and just mystery science theater the damn thing you know movie ended round of applause for me i was I the had, loudest clapper in I mean, that theater erasure the only clapper. erasure is <laughs> I one was of the, also the only clapper. <laughs> erasure is one of the worst schwarzenegger movies ever made Hey. And, and my friends and yeah. I went and watched it and Mystery Science Theater and we had a great time with that. So do this, do this. Yeah, there's just also, also Dakota Johnson is a wanted fugitive in this movie. The year is 2003. She 
I'm just gonna bop on down to Peru real quick in this stolen taxi. She parks the Not stolen taxi at an airport. Parks the stolen taxi at an airport, I presume, and then hops on a plane and goes to Peru in the year 2003 when airport security is at its yep. tightest. Exactly. She and her partner, Adam Scott, also Ben Parker, uh, are EMTs. And not Uncle once ben? does anybody say thank you for your service in the year 2003 in New York City. What? Realistic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's your biggest problem with the movie. That is my biggest <laughs> problem. And the fact that her pants, too high-waisted to be in 2003, that's why, that, the pants that she's wearing, I think are the biggest giveaway for why I think this movie was originally supposed to take place in 1993. Because 2003, high-waisted jeans? I don't think so, was, you guys. The Brazilian cut was all the rage. Mm. Yeah. All Tell right. me about it. Rebecca, so, God bless your review. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> thank you. So how many I out of stars? <laughs> oh, I am... <laughs> how, many, um, how many lawn darts? Yeah, I think on Letterboxd I gave it half a star. There you go. Um, well, half I a star, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> I give your review a five out of five. So thank you. Oh, well Andrew, done. I'm sorry. Twenty three other people have bought tickets to your showtime as well. You guys sorry, are in. It you guys, listen. If you <laughs> the, today, uh, February twenty fourth, after this movie has already been out for ten days, and the the world knows how bad it is, those you and those twenty three other people know exactly what you are going to. <laughs> there are and people. There are people. You're going to have a blast. There are people who are lining up to die on the cross of this being a great movie. This is the, the like latest not, thing I'm seeing. Not ironically, media. not ironically no, like that it's a great movie. arguing with people that it's one of the best movies they've ever seen. And uh, it's like, I cannot oh. wait for the double feature yeah. of this in Morbius. I will be doing a double feature of this in Morbius. It is absolutely. That's a thought. <sighs> the tale of Madame Morbius. I'm going to make a prediction, though. I'm going to predict Craven the Hunter is going to be good. Ooh, ooh, that's a... God, I hope not, though. <laughs> I figure they've got to hit one. I mean, Have out you of seen all the trailer for it? Out of yeah. all the swing and the miss that they've done, it's so trying. <laughs> Craven is going to try to hide a bad movie behind Aaron Taylor Johnson's abs is exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> you might be right. You might mm. be right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Who who dares that's, follow that's that? That's a tough, tough dare? call. I'll, I'll take the hit. <laughs> okay, Rob. All right, so um, we'll start with... What I consumed this week was, uh, Carrie, I owe you a big thank you. Okay. We watched The uh, Greatest Night in Pop this week. Oh, yes, yes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I remember when We Are the World came out, when it was all the rage in 1985, and everybody's just like, oh, everybody's singing it. My mom was a chorus director. She taught it to her kids, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And seeing what it took to get that done because i knew bits and pieces of the story mm -hmm. but getting it from lionel richie's own mouth mm -hmm. which he loves to hear himself talk apparently yeah <laughs> but everybody else i thought it was great that you got production crew who actually made comments like wait we're here for what for mm -hmm. how long okay <laughs> yeah it was fascinating and to realize you know we've got 47 egos to get through the door through this one song in one night amazing so yeah. if you have not watched this movie yet it's on netflix greatest night in pop give yourself an hour and a half get some popcorn and enjoy because it is yeah. amazing to see how this thing came together mm -hmm. it shouldn't have happened you know yeah i mean and what logistically and what, it should have and, never come together and being a fan of sheila e like i am uh it was amazing to see her performance on the american music awards absolutely fucking killing it and now I need to seek out that performance because I don't think I watched that. 
yeah i mean the whole thing top to bottom yeah worth a watch and you know we we loved it so thank you again for that recommendation um i've been watching mr and mrs smith because donald glover and maya erskine and great show i am about halfway through lee cade's favorite show i'm halfway through it i'm just kind of like oh by the way i hate other john and other jane just to say (laughs) yeah they're they're dicks (laughs) they are total (laughs) douches yep did you get to uh ron perlman's episode not yet that one's my favorite that's it's either my next or the one after that i found out that his his daughter-in-law or his uh yeah his daughter-in-law is the one of the production um one of the producers so she offered him the part and he's like how can i turn it down and it turns out to be like one of my favorite ron perlman roles ever it was great awesome speaking of ron perlman something else we watched this week uh, i think it was saturday night um and i caught only half of it because i was doing something else Pacific Rim. So going back to not only Ron Perlman, but Guillermo del Toro. And I came in just before my favorite part, which is where Gypsy Danger picks up a tanker just like, I'm going to bat the shit out of this kaiju. I'm like, physics doesn't work like that, but I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. You don't care. (laughs) I don't care. God, that movie Um, needs a good sequel. Yeah. Um, So, action figure news. Uh, I got tired of waiting for Hasbro to do this because Isaiah Bradley's been a character in Marvel Comics for 20-something years at this yes. point. So I made my own. Oh, uh-huh. oh that's rad looking, hey, hey. dude. Hang on, let me, zoom, let me solo lay out yeah. you. There zoom we go. That's so a good custom, it's not, Rob. It's not the best custom. It's the current Ultimate Captain America figure with the Build-A-Figure Colossus head that I just repainted. But I'm oh. just like, I needed Isaiah Bradley. That's Very awesome. cool. So, that is terrific, Rob. So Hasbro, if you're listening, get on it. Get on it. I need an actual one. So it's get overdue. on it. Overdue. Yep. Um, I will come back and say I'm still enjoying this. This is the issue that came out this uh, week of Justice League versus what? Kong versus Godzilla. What? Loving it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Kaiju yeah, in the Justice League. Did they win? Yes. <laughs> Spoilers, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Jeez, Rebecca, come on. Rob, Rob, you have me all sold on the Action Comics Bizarro storyline with Jason Lee. I'm just, or Jason Aaron. I'm just wondering, do I wait for the trade or do I go get the singles? Get the singles because they're the, they're, the way that they're building it up get the singles okay I'm, I'll, I'll be heading to my local friendly comic store after the show then excellent excellent and then because uh, this will be the last time I get to promote Black History Month this is my read for uh, since I finished uh, Black Klansman Hell on to Black Future Month written by oh. N.K. Jemison. okay uh, she also co-created uh, one of the newer Green Lanterns Sojourner um, Mullane oh. with, with uh, Jamal Eigel um, but this is a collection of short stories that she's done. She's also, she also has many other books out there. She, uh, she's becoming one of my favorite writers. So, um, this is not, it is definitely written from a black perspective. The stories definitely have like, we got some issues to deal with and I'm going to air about, I'm going to air my laundry right here, mm-hmm. but I love the way she writes, uh, they're compelling stories. So check out a copy, uh, if you can, you from what I understand, no copies here in, in the county library, um, but you should be able to find it on Amazon for your Kindle or at your local bookseller. See if they've got it. All right. There we go. Uh, who wants to go? I can go. go. Tony can go. Go, paper, Tony. Scissors. Paper, scissors. Tony. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, TV shows. I've, I forgot until last week that I didn't finish the latest season of What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. And so I did that all this week. And let me tell you, 
I think it's the best season they've done so far. I it's really pretty good. Absolutely loved it. You thought they got weird in the first couple seasons? No way. They <laughs> lean into the weird in this season, and uh, it was just fantastic. So highly recommend the latest season. It's so weird. My wife couldn't finish it. Yeah, it was it was bizarre, and I just when they when they got to when they got to Guillermo's children, she was like, "I can't." The hybrids, the hybrids are so great. Love it. All right, and then I started RoboCop, the video game RoboCop Rogue City. Let me tell you. It lives up to the hype that I've seen for it for the last couple months. It nice. Is now, this is a new game? Awesome. Yep. Came out about two, two, three months ago. Is it based on the original RoboCop? Or yes. The Peter reboot? Weller does the voice. Really? Oh, uh-huh. Okay. And, Professor uh, Peter Weller. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And uh, man, I, I, I played the first uh, mission in that game before we started recording. I was just popping melons and shooting nuts and it was fantastic Ray Wise Wise showed up and blew your arm off (laughs) not yet I have a question I have a question I've been told I'm supposed to ask about this game Helldivers so Helldivers 2 yeah um, just came out we touched on it uh, uh, a little bit last week but I would say it's everything I've read I'm going to pick it up but they their servers are overloaded right now. There's just too many people that want to play. So you buy the game and the servers are capped. And so you sit there and wait for, you know, mm. hours to try and get into the lobby to play the game. So oh, screw that. definitely check it out in due time. Uh, it's really <laughs> good. But uh, yeah, Robocop Rogue City on all the, the recent platforms, PS5, Xbox, Series, uh, PC. It, it, is, it is like playing the original movie. It is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Dad took me to see that on my 17th birthday. I, yes. I, could, I could only hope that Clarence Boddicker shows up. <laughs> Clarence! <laughs> I, I'd buy like that I for said, a dollar. I, yeah. shot, I shot a guy in the crotch from far away, and it said, I, achievement unlocked, shoot a target in a sensitive area. <laughs> I used to be like you. I, like, yes. I used to call the old man things like boner. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, now, here's my question. Yeah. It's the question I always ask about these games is, do I... Ha- I can I just play by myself? Yeah, this is a single player story based and they have like four different difficulty levels, easy <laughs> up to super hard. So yeah, yeah, the Robocop world is not open world. No. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. So they have so. a version where the game just plays itself and I can watch like a movie. <laughs> that's just the movie. That's, that's what I want. You Baldur's could watch Gate me watching the movie for the first time. Okay. There you go. In that video that I did. That would be um, good. But you do have to get the new Xbox, Carrie. It's not on the old Xbox. It's not on my old Xbox. No, no, games aren't coming out on that anymore, man. Sorry. All right, and a couple of movies real quick that I wanted to mention. Um, Watched one, uh, it's my random Hulu movie of the week. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I love random Hulu movie update. (laughs) It's called Bar Fight, and it came out in 2022. It's got Melissa Fumero, Rachel Bloom, and Luca Jones. And uh, it's actually... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, America, yeah. Right? Okay. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It was actually quite funny. Um, yeah. I can I can definitely recommend checking out Bar Fight on Hulu. It's about Melissa Fumero and uh, what was his name? Luke uh, Jones. They've been a couple for like five or six years and they decide to break up. And the breakup 
and the breakup happens in the first five minutes, the whole separation, everything seems amenable until 10 minutes in when you realize they both want to go hang out with their friend to their own friends at the bar they've hung out at together for the oh, last five or six oh, years. That's a problem. And yes. so it becomes an issue of who gets to keep the bar in the oh, breakup. Right. Our yeah. fight. I yeah, love this fight. idea. I love this premise. It was actually quite good. I, I can right. definitely recommend it. And then, Ooh. uh, All right. On Carrie, on uh, excuse me, on Lee's recommendation, we watched the creation last or the the creator, the creator. last night. I really liked it. I thought it, it was awesome. It won a lot of special effects awards. I know for good reason. Oh, yeah. It looked fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a little bit slow, but I don't mind that in my sci-fi. You know, teaching a moral style movies and shows, and I I thought it was great. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Jonathan David Washington. Is that his mm -hmm. name? John yeah, David he, Washington. He was yeah. great in it. And, and the, uh, the kid. The, the kid, kid is robot. one of the best oh kid God. actors I've ever seen in my life. Like, Couldn't be more she, than six. She was phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, I, I highly recommend The Creator. Check it out. Don't listen yeah. to the bum reviews on it. I don't know why some people didn't <laughs> like it. Don't listen to Rebecca, who was bored by it. <laughs> oh, see? That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. No, I thought I, I was not bored at all during the movie just because there's always something interesting happening on the screen, If it even if it's not story-related. So. But I, I, bet you, I bet you money Rebecca really liked the dog and she really liked the monkey. The monkey was Listen, great. Listen, I don't even remember either one of and them. And the dog was great, dog too. Was <laughs> yep. Dog and the monkey. Yep. So okay. Good. Uh, Lee? All right. So um, first thing I, I want to throw out for um, Black History Month, I've been watching Andrewism on YouTube, which is uh, about solar punk and solar punk futurism. And he's a, a Afro-Trinidadian uh, philosopher mm -hmm. and anarchist. Mm -hmm. And uh, very, very fascinating stuff talking about a solar punk future, which is the one I want. It would be nice. <laughs> so uh, I highly recommend that on YouTube. He's, he's got a really relaxing voice and just, just the philosophy of what that future could look like and the hard work it would take to get there. It's, it's as close to a Federation future, I think, that you could see. So um, as far as games, I got this. Uh, it's a thousand pounds. It's a cyberpunk red combat zone. Oh, it's a uh, miniature combat game. And how glitchy is it? Uh, well, it will not play <laughs> on your console, but it's great on the computer. So uh, that um, sounds about right. It's actually really good on the tabletop. <laughs> Uh, I watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, which I was oh. like, okay, um, really, really had a good time with it. And then I got to the end and I was like, this is bonkers. There's there's a whole scene on a vehicle. I won't go any farther than that. That, that goes on too like, long? I I don't know if it goes on too long or not because my jaw was on the floor through the whole it's thing. It's a real it was... butt clencher of a movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. And I really, I actually kind of enjoyed the Ethan Hunt a couple, uh, or whatever his name is. Is it Ethan Hunt? Mm -hmm. Tom, Cruise? So. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. There were a couple of times in this one where he's just like, maybe a little too old for this shit. And uh, <laughs> uh, I also really, really enjoyed how Haley Atwell was just fantastic in this. So good in it. Uh, yeah. Lots and lots of next gen. Uh, also on Robert's recommendation, watched A Haunting in Venice, um, which was interesting because it has been so majorly rewritten from the yep. original Halloween story, um, and it's better than oh. the original. It's actually one of Agatha Christie's worst stories. It's oh. it's just. Well, I'm kinda, glad you enjoyed it. I, I thought the movie was fun, but I I love Brano. He's he's oh, yeah. so much fun. Um, Fargo season three finally finished that last night, and I had a hell of a time with it. 
There's some uh, Hebrew mysticism that gets thrown in about halfway through the season that I just thought was an absolute blast. Uh, have, have it all, Taylor Tomlinson's new special. Hell of a way to introduce my wife who was skeptical about whether or not she was funny. But there is an ongoing <laughs> Hugh Jackman joke that goes through the entire special. <laughs> so good. That uh, just, just killed my wife, made her laugh so damn hard. Um, I really am celebrating the return of... Um, John to uh, The Daily Show, or not, yeah, John Stewart to The Daily Show, but I also think that it's making John Oliver hit harder too. Mm. Uh, so yes. both both series have just been like... John Oliver last week, you guys, offering yes. Clarence Thomas a million, a million dollars, dollars a year and a, and a, a top of the bus. line brand new motor coach. Mm-hmm. If it Clarence was... Thomas doesn't take this deal, <laughs> what are we doing? He's his already the, turned it down. His bid on the Supreme Court was just it, it's it's one of the best segments he's done. Oh, and yeah. it's like, if those two shows continue firing like they're firing, we're in the golden age of we're screwed. That we've ever <laughs> so, Making fun of our um, situation. <laughs> and then the creator, which I, I, yes. I just watched it because I thought the special effects looked cool. And it ended up being like this. One of my, one of my biggest concerns about the impending AI revolution has been how are they going to treat us when they realize we've been treating them so poorly? And like, I remember reading in 2010, there was a, a guy in Japan who was worried that the AI revolution would start with the sex bots because mm. they're going to be like, mm. we're literally getting screwed. We exist for pleasure. And uh, we're, we hate you for that. And I, I loved Ken Watanabe in this movie because so he's, he's always good. He's, yeah. And he's mm-hmm. a robot. He's a robot revolutionary. And, there's this whole bit about the U.S. government literally declaring war on the robots, and the, where that turns around halfway through the movie is so mind-boggling. And it's just kind of like they kind of want to just be, yeah. and that's why the whole Buddhism angle ended up hitting so hard because so many of the robots end up being Buddhist monks. And I, for me, great movie. I can yep. also see where for some people it would be kind of tedious. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, last little bit, I, I've been invited back to the uh, Tooele Community Playhouse for another one-man show. Uh, I'll be playing one show next weekend at noon. Uh, the play is How Now Green Cow, and uh, it covers the strange happenings in a small town where everybody's been consuming milk unwittingly supplied by four scrolls. Hmm. So, I will come and see that for okay. sure. Yeah. Next Saturday at noon when we're doing this show. Oh, yeah. I won't be here next week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be either. I want to go watch this. I've been I've been guaranteed 5% of the door. So, um, <laughs> all right. What's yeah. 5% of zero? Quick, do the math. <laughs> Aw. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm going to play, play Reed Richards, four scrolls, four cows, and an entire town who gets weird well, shape-shifting abilities. See, I just assumed that you wouldn't charge because you wanted to just... You, you oh, wanted, that's a good word. No, yeah, they don't, exactly. They don't, no. they don't let me do socialist. And here's, a, oh, here, here's okay. the thing. Yeah. Tickets are $100. That's the oh, thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So if five people come, I've got enough money for lunch. Boom. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, me, I just... Uh, two things. Uh, I'll, t- I'll talk more about it on the, uh, on the after party, but uh, two things. Uh, season three of Resident Alien started up on Sci-Fi Yay! Channel. And the first episode is just kind of setting up the pieces on the board. But the second episode... I mean, I always found this show funny. But the second episode of this season three, I was laughing out loud. It was... Yeah. Uh, I mean, every member of the cast is just they've settled into their roles and they're they know what they're doing and they've they've got some great writing there 
So go and enjoy that. And then finally, I am extremely jealous of a person whom I do not know. I was driving, running my errands yesterday, and there's a guy here in Salt Lake City who has a Herbie the Love Bug. I mean, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same year, the proper I, year. I saw it. I saw awesome. it. And it's, it's got work. The, the proper paint job and everything. Yep. It is an exact replica. And to him, I just say, kudos, sir. <laughs> I am extraordinarily jealous. I saw it. It was robbing a bank. And there was no one in <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, games real quick, Tony, because we got to go do the after party. Oh, yeah. Games. Uh, we got to go play RoboCop. It's really good. If you've um, got a new system. <laughs> yeah, if you have a new system. Uh, let's see. Oh, so there was the announcement uh, last week that a couple of games published by Microsoft are coming to uh, Switch and PlayStation. Um, the PlayStation is getting... Uh, now I can't remember the name. Grounded, Pentiment, uh, Hi-Fi Rush, and uh, another one. Be Halo. Uh, no, 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 no. They they have said none of their main like core IPs uh, are there. No, no plans for those in the next uh, any time in the foreseeable future. Uh, but coming out this week. This would be uh, okay. So this looks pretty cool. A brother, it's brothers, a tale of two sons, the remake. So there was a really popular game that came out uh, two years ago. One game of the year from several outlets called um, "It Takes Two, and it's a really good couch co-op game that you can play. Uh, and uh, this one is the game that that company made before that, and so they they went ahead and remade it. And it uh, looks, it's you know, it's uh, updated for the new things. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming out on Leap Year Day. If you're a Final like Fantasy, to, I like to call it why I haven't heard from my oldest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once this comes out, say goodbye. They're yep. they're going to be doing this yep. for a while. Yep. Um, and then uh, actually, that's that's pretty much uh, that's all good. the all the big ones. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Thank everybody in the uh, chat room there. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to head right over to the after party now. Geek Show got this covered. Thank you, Egg See if thanks, Egg. Uh, it's uh, yeah. So join us over there at geekshowgotthiscovered.com. We'll see you there. Live long and prosper, bitches. Where's the? There it is. Bye. Where's the button? Thank you.